0: I'm George Christensen, former Australian Member of Parliament and the editor of Nation First. It's great to be with you here at The Good Source. If you want to receive editions of Nation First direct to your inbox, simply go to nationfirst.substack.com and subscribe. Now, what I'm about to read to you is a recent article that we published on Nation First, which is called The Fall of the West. Democracy. Close to a century after Augustus seized power and made himself emperor, the common Roman citizens still believed their state remained a republic. The Roman Senate continued to hold sessions, and the Roman emperors continued to speak of themselves as consuls. Today, something similar has transpired within the Western world. A corrupt oligarchy rules over it and yet it continues to maintain the facade of a democracy. Two decades of data at a Princeton University show that the United States in general really views its governments as one that don't care about the needs, wants and opinions of the average citizen. Rather what really influences their decisions are the moneyed folks big business, bankers, lobbyists, and other economic elites. Now, I saw this myself when I served as a member of the Australian Parliament. They pretty much could have put a turnstile between the financial services sector in Australia and our Parliament House. And this is pretty much the case right across democratic Western countries. Government has stopped listening, at least. To the common people. In Europe, most citizens are overwhelmingly opposed to mass migration because of their country's complete failure to integrate migrants properly. However, their governments continue to open the floodgates to more and more migrants. Now, In Australia, Labor and the union movement have spent years attacking the previous Liberal National Government over the rising level of foreign workers in that country, pointing out that it displaces the jobs of average Australians and drives down wages. Yet the relatively new Albanese Labour government has just approved the largest rise in Australia's migration levels after caving into a push by big corporations for more foreign workers at the government's Jobs and Skills Summit. Those big corporations no doubt like the sound of Labor's previous complaints about foreign workers driving down wages. Macro Business recently ran a brilliant opinion piece in which they lambasted all sides of politics for seeking to turn Australia into a guest worker nation, saying, so as predicted, the Jobs and Skills Summit has been turned into one giant immigration scab grab that will see permanent and temporary migration lifted to unprecedented levels against the direct wishes of the australian people who have not gotten a say there are few countries whose citizenry welcomes the prospect of open borders rather they see it for what it is an example of crony business interests trumping the will of the people where those big corporations And the globalist elites stand to gain from mass migration by the suppression of wages, the erosion of social cohesion and the creation of deliberate animosity between natives and migrants. The growing dissonance between the electorate and the elected reflects a widening gap in terms of power and influence between the 0.1% and the rest of us. The decay, or rather the corruption of democracy can now be felt in every facet of our society. Where once merit, smarts and hard work determined one's standing in a society, today it's all about connections and money. Where once freedom of speech was championed, now every spoken word is carefully curated, particularly when it comes to the two sensitive topics. Now, we wouldn't want to hurt the snowflake's feelings with facts, Would we? Actually, we've slipped so far down this slope that they've just jailed a teacher in Ireland for refusing to use a student's correct pronouns. And by correct, what's really meant is incorrect. Where once the politicians worked towards furthering the national interest, they now work towards furthering corporate interests awoke minority interests, which are also now backed by big corporations. And by corporate and corporations, I don't imply for one second that politicians are furthering the cause of the free market, but rather the very opposite. They're strangling it with regulations and ad hoc policies that just help enrich their fellow elites and ultimately themselves. There is nothing more oppressive to a small business or a disruptive startup than this kind of red tape. And likewise, there's nothing more welcome to a big corporation that has oodles and oodles of middle management cubicle prisoners to fill in whatever forms or collect whatever data that the government of the day requests of them. Now nowhere is this enrichment of the elites more explicit than in the revelations from... Hunter's Biden laptop of President Joe Biden's dealings with a Chinese company, CEFC China Company. This is when he was Vice President to Barack Obama. CEFC was a company with deep ties to the communist elite, with Yijing Meng, its chairman, being closely affiliated with the People's Liberation Army. For a supposed 10% stake in his son's business. The big guy was willing to compromise his country's national security. In a better world, such bombshell news would have disqualified Joe Biden from running for the presidency. And yet, right now, he stands as a leader of the free world, the resident of the White House. In Australia, We witnessed just how far our political rights could be eroded due to government overreach during the so-called pandemic. Just over a year ago, the state of Victoria, now known by many as the socialist state, actually suspended a sitting of its parliament under the pretext of preventing the spread of COVID-19. They then applied a nighttime curfew on grown adults No debate in Parliament about such an egregious breach of human rights. They just did it, with the flick of a pen. When this can happen in a country like Australia, touted as amongst the most robust democracies on planet Earth, one can only wonder how worse the political climate has gotten elsewhere. The recent and ongoing global protests against the elites that the legacy media are largely not talking about may give us a guide to exactly how bad it's going i'm george christensen god bless you your family and our nation take care